How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. John Rahm leading Max Homa by one. Rahm at 1,400 par. Closing holes of the third round of the Genesis Invitational out in L.A. at Riviera Country Club. Tiger Woods, uh, quite a round today. Uh, Tiger, four under in his round, playing his 18th hole today. He started on 10, so he'll end up finishing on the 9th hole today. But Tiger, three under for the tournament in a tie for 26. He barely made the cut, so uh, good return for Tiger Woods out in L.A. Kevin Lynch joins us from Bally Sports North, Timberwolves analyst. Kev, how you been? I'm doing well, Steve. I'm actually down in Florida at the moment, so it sounds like we got a nasty storm coming, huh, back home? Yeah, it looks like uh, in uh, Wednesday, Thursday, you're going to be in Florida during the break? Uh, yeah, that's where I am right now, so I, I get back uh, Thursday. So is, is it going to be uh, snowing quite a bit uh, come Thursday? Yeah, it, it, it sounds like it's going to wind down by Thursday night, so if you have like a late afternoon, evening flight, you might be all right. But yeah, okay, the big well, stuff coming in Tuesday night, Wednesday, Wednesday night. How much Thursday. snow are they pre- they they're predicting? Well, they they haven't nailed it down. And you you've seen the the models that the meteorologists use, and they show them on TV and on websites and that sort of thing. There, there's some saying it could be a big one, like a foot or more, but it's still oh, pretty early. Too early yeah. to tell. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll stay in Florida and enjoy 80 degrees. How does that sound? Now, are you going to play a little tennis? I did this morning, my friend. Nice. Yes, yes, yes. I'm kicking some butt around Key West. So, it's uh, yeah, we play. There's a group of people that get together every morning, like at 8 o'clock here, and they play tennis. And it's just it's like pickup basketball. You just show up, you write your name on this list, and then the, you – I mean, it's all doubles, so everybody's playing doubles. But it's it's a blast. It's a lot of fun. So I've been doing that. Well, and I'm sure they see, you know, a big stud like you with that long reach, and they're like, oh, I'm going to be in for a long one today. <laughs> and I talk trash, too. Uh, yeah, oh, like, I, absolutely. So yeah. uh, you got to spice it up a little bit. So my <laughs> yeah, game, for sure. I, I, you know, my game does a little bit of talking, but I, I do, uh, I, I talk some trash to, to get under the skin of everybody, and by the time I'll leave next week, uh, I'll be pretty much hated around here. Yeah, they'll want you to go home. It's like, when yeah. when are you leaving? Right. Uh, no, that, <laughs> exactly. that, that, that's good. I, I know you love the game and love to continue to play. Uh, speaking of the game, NBA into the All-Star Weekend at Salt Lake. 
uh, Ant getting his just reward is an all-star. And it, I, I think he's going like, to have a lot of fun with it and, and add a lot to the game on Sunday. It'll be fun to see. Well, for sure. I mean, um, you know, he, he's just, he's, first of all, he's a perimeter player. And, you know, if you're Rudy Gobert and, and like some of these big guys that make, unless you're Joel Embiid or Giannis and Tutacumbo, where, you know, you can do a lot of different things. But if you're a traditional big guy like, like Gobert, like he's qualified for a few all star games, it's, it's not quite as much fun. You don't get the ball in your hands very much. Uh, but if you're Edwards and you're a six foot five like he is, and plus he's got the big personality and he loves those type of environments, uh, you know, if he gets enough playing time, he's gonna he's gonna try to put up some big numbers. But that's always the big big thing for a guy like Anthony Edwards is, will the coaching staff for the West uh, play him enough so he can start kind of strutting his stuff and put up some numbers in the All Star game? But no, he no question the guy has deserved it and. I would anticipate that if the Wolves can continue to win games moving forward in the next chunk of seasons, he's going to be playing in multiple all-star games. So I think people should watch and pay attention and see how he does. I know I'll be watching tomorrow night. Yeah, and he plays the game with joy, and that's always fun to see someone that's genuinely enjoying himself out there. Now, the Timberwolves do go into the break, and it could have been better. They they let one get away against the Wizards. That that was unfortunate. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch that game because I was down here. But I know yep. they had a, like a 20, 20 point lead, and and uh, it's just it's just kind of been the story of of uh, the season for the Wolves. It's been you know a step or two forward, then a step or then right when you think they might turn some sort of corner, and then rip off seven wins in a row or go eight out of 10 or something like that. Then they, they take a step back and have a bad loss. It's, it's amazing. You know, how many kind of bad losses have they had? They lost to Detroit twice. They've oh, lost yeah. to San Antonio. They've lost, uh, I'm f- probably going to forget some, Orlando. It's just like, man, what's going on with these guys? They can't just seem to, to build off something. And it's, everything is, you know, a step forward, a step back. And that's kind of been the whole season. And maybe that's going to continue until Towns, gets back hopefully soon here right after the break and if if uh, if he comes back and and fits in maybe they can because they're to me they're a more talented team they're a they're a better team than what their their record is saying right now and, and they've they've played up and down and when towns comes back steve maybe they got a chance to to start winning more games than what they've done up to this point and they've done okay without you know really arguably their best player out of the lineup for much of the season so Hopefully they figure it out. Yeah, game over 500 at the moment. Uh, and the timetable sounds like maybe 10 to 15 to go. They have, they have 21 to play right now coming out of the All-Star break. And, and there just hasn't been a lot of news on Towns. And I, I brought it up earlier in the show, and I don't know what your thoughts are on it, Kev, but um, it, it seems like, it, and maybe there isn't anything to report, but I know there was that initial statement, well, maybe four to six weeks, and then Cat came out yeah. and said, this injury is a lot more severe than people are letting on. But it still has been just not a lot on a guy who is their highest paid player and you know one of the cornerstones of the franchise. It's been kind of radio silence on this injury and where he's at and how he's feeling. I, I think there could be more 
for the fans, but whatever. Yeah, you know, it, you know, it's funny, but a lot of NBA teams they, they kind of handle it that way. You know, I'm, I'm in the media. I've been in the media for a long time now, covering these guys. But yeah. a lot of a lot of teams at that level, they kind of handle it that way. They're pretty uh, hush hush on on how much information they they put out on health of players, and and I, I think a lot of times, and this is just kind of my guess, a lot of times there's not a whole lot to say, especially guys that have these injuries that last you know, a month or, or more, and there's just not a lot to report uh, on, on their injuries. The, the whole thing with Towns is, and this is what I think has kind of gone on with him, is, you know, initially it's like, what, a calf, you know, a calf strain? That seems like, you know, four to six weeks, or that seems like quite a bit of time for, for tweaking your calf. But the thing you got to be really concerned about with, like, that particular injury is is you start messing with calves, and you might potentially – you know, tear an Achilles, and then that would be devastating for the team and for him, obviously. So, um, you know, when you start uh, kind of fooling with bringing guys back too quickly that are having issues with their calf, um, that can be really serious with tearing your Achilles. So uh, that's but, – but the, as far as the information, I kind of agree with you. It's like you'd kind of like to have more, more info of what's going on with him, but um, – Hey, I mean, I, it sounds like he's getting close, so let's get him back and yeah. let's see what this roster can do, you know. And and finally, Mike Conley coming in, it, we, I, I think we can clearly see veteran guard working with veteran big guy and Rudy Gobert has paid some dividends. It's still early, but we, we've seen more there, and, and Conley might be a big key in, when Cat does come back to make sure Gobert – Edwards and now Carl yeah. Anthony Towns get the ball. Yeah, no, it's. I think you and I talked about this maybe a yep. week ago, but it's like um, you know the roster. To me, the roster needed another ball mover, a guy that 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 moves the basketball. That's not the, the, the roster has so many guys right now that every time they touch the ball, they look to score, which is good. But if you have too many of those guys then your offense can be kind of choppy and there's a lot of, you know, you got to have guys that kind of uh, set up people, you know, so and that's what Mike Conley does. He's just, at the end of the day, Conley is a better fit for this team, this roster, than, than D'Angelo Russell. And there's enough offense here, there's enough guys that can score, but, you know, to get a guy who can kind of set people up that's looking to pass and pull it all together, and, and at times, you know, you know, organize and run the offense, and and uh, which is some stuff that I don't think D'Angelo Russell was really. That was really one of his strong parts. His thing was scoring and shooting. But Conley's going to organize. He's going to set up people. He's going to look to move the basketball. And I think at the end of the day, this is going to prove to be a better fit than whatever D'Angelo Russell was. Yeah, Kevin, final thought before we let you go, and thanks for the time today. By the way, Kevin Lynch, Bally Sports North, Timberwolves analyst, running us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker hotline today. And we, we talked about it before the news here on the air, and Adam Silver, uh, there, there's been a lot of talk about load management. Game comes to mind, Golden State goes into Cleveland for the only time. None of the big guys play. No Clay Thompson, no Draymond Green, no Andrew Wiggins. Or Steph Curry, and the people pay their money to to see Steph play. That's for sure. And and Steve Kerr said, "Hey, it's a load management thing. This is on the NBA, the scheduling, blah blah blah." 
Adam yeah. Silver has brought it up. Uh, what are what are your thoughts on that load management? Denver came in here, and you know Nikola Jokic, none of their big guys played that game against the Timberwolves. I mean, it is an issue. Yeah, it, it is. You know, it's it's. I kind of see both sides of it. I mean. Yeah. For the fans especially, they pay the money. They get upset when they go to watch the Lakers and they live in, uh, you know, whatever, uh, Orlando. Detroit, Orlando, yeah. And they want to see a guy like that play, and not just LeBron James, but other guys as well. And so that's disappointing. At the same time, you know, I also look at it like a player from a player's perspective in the fact that these guys are playing so much basketball their entire life uh, even before they get to 18 years old and move on to college or into the professional levels and they're, they're getting hurt because they they specialize and they play so much basketball and the aau aau is a part of this too and and that's why they're playing you know some of these high school kids they finish their high school season it doesn't matter whether you're from minnesota or some other state and then within days or a week or two you're already geared up for the springtime and early summer of AU, and so you're playing who knows how many more games oh, uh, yeah. right, right, right after the season. So I guess my point is, to answer that question, is that they, these guys put so much pounding on their body by the time they get to 18, 19 years old. And so and that's just that's coming out. I mean, that's happening. That's why guys are, are having knee problems and, and foot problems and ankle problems because – and so they get, then they get to the NBA, and then they start playing 80 games or 90 games or 100 games, depending on preseason and playoffs and all that stuff. So they're breaking down. And the plus, the plus Steve, the, the way the game is played is played so fast that you're putting even more pounding on that body as opposed to how the game was played 20 years ago, 30 years ago. or, or you know. So I think you, you, you put all that stuff together, um, it's it's happening as far as players' health. So, but I get it, man. I mean, these these fans want to see these guys when they come to town, and then they don't play, and it's disappointing. But I guess my my the best way I can answer that is I see both sides of it, and and it's 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 an issue that is going to be hard to figure out because uh, and the money part of it, how much they pay these guys too, and they want to make sure they take care of them. So, it's it's a that's a messy situation. Yeah, and the clubs are not going to give up 82 regular season games. This idea that it should be a 70-game regular season or whatever number. Yeah, there's no way. TV gate, all of those sorts of things, that's not happening. The the thing that stands out to me are back-to-backs, but the problem is the clubs want Friday night games, Saturday night games, Sunday. You know, they, they want those games. You know, the the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I mean, it, it really is when you're looking at a home schedule, how many Friday and Saturday night games are we going to get in the NBA? And that's going to make back to back. So when you look at the math, you're, you're going to have them. Yeah. I mean, the, that's, you know, the, the NBA is a business and they are looking yep. to make money above everything else that, you know, that these sports leagues or sports, whatever, that they talk about, it is about generating revenue, making money. And the only way they'd go down to, say, 70 games or 72 games is if they, and I know Adam Silver has talked about that midseason tournament, or they do something like that. But that tournament, why are they bringing that in? If they would do it to make money, to make more money. So it's a business. It's, it's make as much as you can. 
And, yeah, there's no way that they're, they're going to go down and go less than 82 unless they put in a tournament or something. But um, And the TV runs it. The TV runs all this stuff. And uh, it, it's it's not going anywhere. There's going to be, yeah, and the weekends is where, you know, Friday, Saturday, even Sunday afternoons maybe yep. is uh, is their bread and butter. That's a good point. Yeah, when the NFL's done, I, I love the Sunday matinees in the NBA, that's for sure. Well, Kev, enjoy your time down there. Uh, continue to play well. Um, I, I, I love to hear about your tennis exploits. You just go out okay. there and dominate people. I'm going to send you a text, my friend. Maybe send you some video of me uh, harassing the locals around here oh, to the point yeah. where I might get I might get kicked out kicked out of the city limits around here prematurely, which won't make me very happy. They're they're going to drive you to the airport on Thursday. <laughs> exactly. Good riddance. Get get this big guy out of here. <laughs> Jump in the Uber and get the hell out of here. <laughs> All right, take care. Thanks, Steve. All right, there he is, Kevin Lynch. Uh, Bally Sports North Timberwolves analyst down, down there dominating on the tennis courts on his break in Florida. Uh, Golden Gopher women get beat today at Northwestern, 76-62. Uh, tough third quarter did him in there. John Rahm by two in the final or third round of the Genesis Invitational out in L.A. Tiger done for the day. We'll have more on that coming up in a moment. Here on News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. Ugly loss, Golden Gold for women fall to the Wildcats, 76-62. Got outscored by 10 in the third quarter by last place, Northwestern. So, a uh, bit of a setback there. Hey, we're going to talk Twins, Phil Miller, beat writer for the Star Tribune, will give us an update from Fort Myers at 535. And we should point out, all week long, uh, drive time with DeRush, Jason DeRush, our producer, Dan Cook, will be in Fort Myers Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 3 to 6, doing the show live. A lot of great Twins guests. And then our first spring training game coming up a week from Saturday. Uh, the Twins uh, from Florida. So, uh, good stuff. Uh, noon start uh, next Saturday uh, here on News Talk A3O-WCCO. And we'll have selected spring training games on the radio all the way through the uh, season opener. And, of course, uh, we'll have all 162. Uh, and I believe uh, it is the Twins and the Rays. And Cruz Hatterberry and Dan Gladden will have the call next Saturday at noon. So, Drive time with DeRush all week from Fort Myers, and then the Twins and the Rays next Saturday at noon. Update PGA Tour. Tigers done for the day, made the cut, and had a pretty good day today at Riviera Country Club. He has got to be thrilled with what he was able to do today after uh, making the cut. Tiger finishes the day minus three for the tournament. Uh, four under 67 on his round today, and he is in a tie for 26. Uh, the lead at the moment, John Rahm at 14 under par. Max Homa, minus 12. Keith Mitchell at minus 12. Patrick Cantlay playing 18 at minus 10. And when Tiger left the ninth, 
which was his 18th hole today. He's teed off on 10 in the third round. Um, as he labored up the hill to the clubhouse at Riviera, I mean, you can see he is limping, but it's hard to argue with the four under par 67 today. Pretty impressive. I, I don't know, Josh, if you caught any of that, but um, every now and then you see Tiger, and it's like, yeah, th- th- this guy's clearly limping. There, there's no doubt about it. But, yeah, uh, yeah, and you, and you mentioned this. This course is one of the tougher ones to play as far as elevation and just being able to kind of not put so much pressure on that leg. Plus, you know, you if you want to factor the age, uh, you know, fa- put that factor in there, you can. But I don't think – Age has slowed down Tiger ever as far as golfing goes, so this is strictly an injury situation. But, yeah, you mentioned it. The hills make it tough, especially on this course, for him to kind of get around. So that might have played maybe a small part in why he didn't make the, you know, make more cuts throughout this this tournament. Yeah, and that's what's so crazy about Riviera. The clubhouse is up on a hill. Much of the course sits in a valley, but but from one – you tee off almost on a cliff, and then you got to go downhill, and then there's elevation changes, but not severe during much of the round. But you got to go uphill on nine, you got to go downhill on ten, and then you got that uphill climb on eighteen. So, yeah, there, 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 there's no doubt it it is in Florida flat at at Riviera Country Club. That's for sure, but. Uh, Pretty good start for Tiger. When we come back, we'll have a quick update on the weather. And then uh, Phil Miller joins us from Florida as pitchers and catchers are already in camp working out. Uh, Full squad workouts begin on Monday. We'll get into all of that here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Pitchers and catchers are... At work down in Fort Myers, weather looks good from the videos and the photographs I've seen. Uh, players reporting workouts begin for spring training game on the radio next Saturday against Tampa Bay at high noon. Phil Miller is there covering the Twins for the Star Tribune. Phil, how you been? Oh, don't get me started, Steve. It was it was cloudy this morning. I don't even think what? it got up to eighty degrees today. Oh. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, it was, yeah, it was kind of uh, kind of disruption uh, in uh, in camp. Other than that, though, it's been uh, pretty smooth. Yeah, yeah, good. Uh, Bumping the road off the field, uh, one of the Twins pitching prospects, a broken jaw following an altercation. That, that isn't so good. No, it's not so good. And, uh, you know, that part is terrible for Jordan Belazovic and uh, – terrible for uh, his uh, future that's always been already kind of bumpy, but also, uh, you know, a uh, chance for the Twins to remind these guys, you know, your public figures, uh, be careful where you say and go. It sounds like it wasn't much of an altercation. The rumors we've heard uh, that certainly the story in the clubhouse is that it was a one-punch uh, altercation um, at a, at a, Establishment uh, late last Saturday night. He had reported to camp, but had not yet uh, started to uh, um, started the workouts. And it's going to be uh, a week or two before he can uh, um, eat real food, a eh? and uh, and get back on the field and uh, start the spring. So right away, what they were hoping would be a bounce back season for uh, what used to be their maybe number one, number two pitching prospect. Um, it's uh, it's going to be a rough go again. Uh, pandemic, uh, back injury, knee injury, now uh, uh, now this. Uh, uh, it looked like he was almost to the big leagues in 2019, and, uh, and stuff just keeps happening. Yeah, and uh, delayed. But it, the thought was is that, he on the forty man that he had a chance to make the club coming out of spring training, or likely would have started the year in St. Paul anyway. Yeah, I don't think that there was any realistic chance for him to make the team out of spring training. But you know, it's a team that used fourteen starting pitchers last year. Uh, he is a Triple A. He is, uh, they think, completely healed from the injuries that uh, that nagged him last year. So. Um, there was, there was, and, and is some optimism. He made a bad choice, was out late, and uh, um, you know, uh, somehow got into some trouble, and 
um, I, you know, it's it's not a it's it's not a huge setback, but uh, you know, it'll it'll cost them a month or two to uh, get caught up to everybody. Um, Phil Miller joining us from the Star Tribune on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline down there in Florida. Workouts begin for spring training game against the Rays next Saturday at noon here on CCO. And Chris Hatterberry and Dan Gladden will have the honors on that. We'll have selected spring training games uh, throughout the Grapefruit League and then, of course, all one, uh, 62 during the regular season. Key guy in all of this, there's been so much about uh, Carlos Correa signing, and rightfully so, and, and the health of Byron Buxton. But another key guy in this lineup is Jorge Polanco, and you had uh, a couple of paragraphs uh, on that today as well. Yeah, uh, he uh, he spent a lot of time this uh, winter flying back and forth between the Dominican Republic and uh, and Fort Myers. I mean, he's essentially been doing spring training for a couple of months now, um, and uh, you know it's paying off. Uh, he 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 injured his knee of patellar tendonitis in his left knee last. Uh, oh, he hurt it around midseason and tried to play on it for a couple of months, but cost him the last five weeks of the season um he didn't he wanted to avoid surgery which he did uh and it looks like the right course now but uh he uh he has a detailed knee strengthening routine that he goes through every day uh he says there's no pain now um and uh and you know the twins are optimistic but they're going to be careful uh he's uh he's going to be on a um He's going to be limited. He's uh, probably not going to play in any games for uh, the first couple of weeks. He'll just play simulated games or minor league games in the backfield until they're until they're sure that he's uh, good and ready. Um, they, uh, you know, he, he's still got a couple years on his contract. They uh, would like to like to see him uh, among about fifteen guys have a, a bounce back season from uh, um, kind of a rough one last year. Yeah. And but has generally been a reliable performer for the Minnesota Twins, and they picked up an insurance policy. Kyle Farmer, uh, he was thought to be even a bigger part of this thing before Carlos Correa signed back. But uh, this guy has a lot of versatility, and you get into that a little bit in your piece in the Star Tribune. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, a little more than uh, most guys. Uh, He's a utility infielder who can play all four infield positions, which, check, that's what the Twins are looking for. Yep. He's also caught 19 games in the big leagues. I, he, I think in the minor leagues there was some thought that he might be a catcher. Uh, so he is the emergency catcher. And having a little bit of experience, I think it will make the Twins feel a little more comfortable carrying only two um, uh, catchers, which, uh, you know, frees up a, a roster spot that, uh, you, you know, every year managers fret over whether or not they can get by with just two catchers. Uh, Ron Gardenhire, uh oh, he used to worry. Uh, I think he lost sleep over what would happen if sure. both of his catchers got hurt. But, uh, yeah, but, and Farmer is is a, just a great clubhouse guy. Uh, he's He seems young, although he, I'm pretty sure he's the oldest uh, position player on the team, uh, kind of sneakily. But he's very popular. Uh, he was really tight with his former Tate uh, teammate uh sonny gray and uh i've i've seen him on the half field and back uh taking ground balls all over the infield so uh he's probably a little disappointed that he's not going to be the starting shortstop um 
Polanco had a good uh, had a good phrase for uh, Carlos Correa. He said, "Yeah, we missed him this winter for a little bit," uh, which I thought summed up uh, the winter very nicely. But uh, yeah, Farmer is. I, I think people will be surprised how many at bats he winds up getting. Yeah, my brother-in-law is a lifelong Reds fan, and was upset Ooh. when when Farmer came over. He he said, "Twins got a good player," and uh, he is a knowledgeable fan and follows the Reds very closely. And uh, a yeah, frustrated Reds fan, as most Reds fans are, but uh, really like Farmer as a player. So, uh, yeah, I'm, play I'm, a big I'm, role. I'm not surprised, and he's and he, you know, he's got leadership qualities too. Uh, which uh, uh, you know, the Twins had uh, Ere Adrianza for uh, three or four years, and same thing. Uh, Good in the field. Uh, I think Farmer will be a better hitter than Ari was, but also carried himself uh, as a as a veteran, uh, a good glue guy in the clubhouse. I, I'm not surprised that he was popular in Cincinnati. Yeah, and Phil, the, over to the starting pitching. The the depth of this staff. We've we've talked about it often, and as we get going and start playing games this spring. Uh, seeing Kenta Maeda on the mound throwing again and how quickly can he return to form after injury will be one of the big storylines. I'm looking forward to seeing him pitch and how he moves through March. Yeah, they're they're getting the payoff, they hope, now from their caution last year. Uh, Kenta was probably ready to pitch competitively again in late August. Could have been up with the big league team if the Twins had made a playoff run rather than a, uh, a collapse out of the race in September. Uh, they chose not to uh, uh, bring him back to send him on a rehab assignment to activate him, thinking that, you know, we just put it off now and give him that much more time to heal. He says he's 100%, uh, like you would expect. He says, I could have pitched six months ago. I'm ready. He went through a complete uh, winter program like he normally does, and uh, he he looked like the same old uh, Kenta on uh, on the mound. Um, so I, I, you know, the one thing is he is uh, he'll turn thirty five, I think, uh, a couple of weeks into the season. Um, we'll see if the year off uh, accelerated a pitcher's natural decline with age, or if uh, or if Maybe he comes back refreshed after uh, after sitting out a year. Uh, Phil, to that, I would say I'd love to be 35 again. Wow. <laughs> you and me both. I, uh, yeah. You know, when I uh, I started covering the Twins, it was an adjustment to all the guys that uh, were younger than me. And now it's an adjustment to all the guys that are half my age and, uh, yeah. in the rookies' cases, maybe a third. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Phil, always good to visit with you. I, I know you, 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 and all the beat reporters put in uh, long days down there in, in Florida. Uh, ho- hopefully, you don't have to deal with cloud cover tomorrow. Hopefully, yeah, it's uh, supposed to be sunny and back into the eighties tomorrow. Ah, Thanks, Steve. Yeah, uh, your okay, thoughts and prayers are appreciated. Yep. And, and then, by the way, do you, do you have uh, snow removal uh, lined up back here at home midweek? Uh, because it looks like uh, we're going to get some weather in these parts. Well, if my wife is listening, thinking about you, honey. Good luck. Yeah. Oh boy. I've got a I've got a big snowblower, but uh, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. I, I, 
we uh, we don't talk about it a whole lot. Yeah, I suppose you're you're in Florida. She's back here in uh, reality. All right, Phil. Good to visit with you. Thanks for the time. <laughs> you too, Steve. Good time. Uh, all right. There he is, Phil Miller, Star Tribune. Great job covering the Twins online, StarTribune.com. And, oh, by the way, we have a ton of twin stuff this week. Drive time with Derosha, Monday through Friday between 3 and 6. Jason Derosha will be down there in Fort Myers, uh, Hammond Stadium, League County Sports Complex with producer Dan Cook. We invite you to tune in daily between 3 and 6. Tons of stuff online, WCCRadio.com. And wherever you are on the Odyssey app, first game next Saturday, High noon against the Rays from Florida. Here on the home of the Twins, News Talk, A3OWCCO. All the news at 6. And by the way, our sports coverage continues tomorrow. The huddle day of Schwartz, Peyton and Jerry in between 10 and noon. We go outdoors from the outdoor news. Rob Drees line between 5 and 6. Then, as we mentioned, drive time with the Russia. I'm jealous. Jason DeRush and producer Dan Cook, Fort Myers for five days this week between uh, three and six. Lots yeah. of great Twins coverage. That, that's that's good gig. Guess who gets to sit in the chair all five days back here? You. <laughs> hey, you you're got it. paid, my man. That, hey, that's that true. Works. Hey, but when I get the text saying, hey, can you sit in for DeRush and Dan, they'll be in Fort Myers. I'm like, can I go with? Uh no. Oh man. Um yeah, you you're 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 the new guy. That's true. Um, That's so true. One one of these days uh you you'll you'll be on a trip to Fort Myers. Can't wait. You know, funny they didn't extend it a day and say, "Hey Steve, we're going to send you to Fort Myers uh Saturday after the uh, first game." That that didn't come up either. Even if it's one day trip, just go there in the morning and leave that night. There you go. Yeah. Well, I, I'd, I'd want to go in Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Know, and then maybe fly back Saturday. Yeah, I bet flying in Saturday there is chaotic. Yeah. But, no, that, that's good. Look forward to it. So it'll be a, a big week for the Twins down in spring training. You know, and I, I, I think there's always optimism and should be for, for any major league team um, or NBA team or NFL team or NHL team going into a season. You, you, you always want to feel good that the ball club has an opportunity to compete. And I really do feel that way about this Twins team. Now, now do they have a bona fide ace, you know, top of the rotation, you know, stopper? But they do have a lot of depth. I, I think they've sorted out some things in the bullpen. And... With health, you've got to like this everyday lineup. I can't wait. I really can't yeah. wait. Yeah, I, I, I think there is a reason to be optimistic about this club, particularly in this division. Once again, uh, the Twins have been injury prone. You look at Byron Buxton, Alex Kirilov, some of the others um, have had to battle injuries. But if they can stay relatively healthy, I am optimistic about this season. And 
and that's not only returning to the playoffs, but winning a division and maybe getting a little something done in the postseason. We'll, we'll, we'll see about that. But uh, uh, feeling pretty good about uh, the whole nine. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.